Recording. What's up? Ciao, dude. <laughs> for me. Oh, that's not the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. This is step by step. Oh, yeah, that's right. Day by day. We'll make it better. Second time around. I do think that's from that song. Uh, they all had the same songs though for a while. Like or it seemed like it. Like Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step. They all like all of them. Like yeah, had that little. Um, welcome back to Unlabeled. This is Joe, and I'm Justin. And once again, it's it's been a minute. Oh, two weeks. 15 days. I got a little pup pup in my arms right now. It's whining a little bit. I rescued a dog today. Precious little pup. It is sweet, but it's really sad at the same time. It's okay. It's okay, little pup. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a little nervous right now, but it's okay. What's up? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what have you been doing? I'm a little distracted right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, homework in school. Nice. Homework in school, uh, regular work, the occasional escapism. Uh, let's see. When was the last episode? Uh, it was like Thursday or Friday of uh. See, so we had the ago. the kids' birthdays, and that was a bit of a nervous wreck situation. Uh, Always. Yeah, managing a two and three year old's birthday party is pretty crazy, especially when the three year old's a fucking diva. <laughs> Love her to death, but damn it, if she's not a drama queen, yeah, she's got some sh- spoiled princessness to her. So. That little thing just needs some love. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, I've pretty much been staying busy with that. I, honestly, it kind of we were discovering about ourselves a second ago. I haven't, I don't know. I like what I said yesterday. There's not a whole lot of anything that I've been like super, I don't know, fueled about. Mm-hmm. Certain things that have come. I mean, there's been some shit that's happened obviously in two weeks because it's you know the country we live in. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been just, I've still been paying attention. It doesn't seem to be happening. I mean, there's still a lot going on, but it doesn't seem to be quite as rapid fire yeah, as it was there for like a a week or so. Yeah, I feel like those first couple of weeks was just him flexing his dick. Yeah, they did. Basically. It was like, yeah, I mean, I... 
I got it. You know, I'm going to do these things. I should have known that would have been a bad tactic to use, really. Just to, I don't know, like, do so much so quickly. Yeah. You'd think some of his advisors would have been like, that's not a good idea. Yeah, I wonder if someone with some slight moderation of, of sense might have been like, okay, we need to chill out just a little bit. Like, if we're going to do some shit, we need to kind of Mm-hmm. Do it like normal presidencies would, and that's probably what they'll start doing now. Lace the next four years with grand schemes. But, um, one thing me and Justin were talking about recently was uh, not mentioning, and this I'll say it now, but it'll be hard to avoid in the future. But trying not to mention Trump's name anymore, we may refer to him as like. <coughs> Uh, Cheetos guy or Cheeto man or tangerine fella tangerine douche that was my favorite one baby carrot yeah something like that something something that's orange small hand magoo leather orange man (laughs) but that's a mouthful his whole brand is his name and I feel like every time we use his name we're advertising him in a way yeah (laughs) Or something. I don't know. Plus, I just don't like his name. And he's spoken about way too much. He dominates everything. But that dog's got to use bathroom. You got to use bathroom? I or bet the, he does. The pup? Yeah. Oh, well, she took him out. Um, and he, she used it on her bed a minute ago. Which is why she's now in here with me. If she uses the bathroom, I'll clean it up. Let's focus on... Catch him the best we can. <laughs> keeps being distracting. I'll try to take it back. No, you're good. I just I wanted to make you aware that I think that's that maybe what's going on, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, if we can, that that's the thing. I mean, he's made an entire uh, his life. He's made his brand. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why the man feels the need to place his name on anything and everything. That's yeah. why his name needs to come first before anything. And it's specifically his last name. He gets a kick out of the fact when someone uses his name. So I agree with you there. It's uh, not feeding into any more of his, any more than we have to. It's almost like uh, to make him feel the most abused is to not acknowledge his existence at all <laughs> in some strange way. Yeah. I mean, we'll start to bring it some of the shit he's doing because it's I don't know it's relative in some ways yeah <laughs> sometimes it's quite relative <clears throat> um but yeah we'll we'll do our best damn it there's something I was gonna say about some of the shit that's been going on involving the, the fried cheetah the Frito pie <laughs> the Frito pie <laughs> That's that's a good one. <laughs> and, uh, there's the transgender bathroom thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is just like almost rekindling that flame that seemed to have died out a little bit. Yeah, we talked about that in another episode. It's like people like when the presidency come along, everyone like forgot about the whole idea that this transgender bathroom thing was such a big ordeal. Like Target was the you know leading company with all that going on and stuff and that makes a world of difference of how I can hear <laughs> I wondered why I was hearing things so strangely. Uh, uh but uh 
And then that died off, you know, when the presidency actually come to fruition and mm-hmm. everyone was dealing with the number, numbers, keeping score with that information. So, uh, yeah, it's almost, I don't want to be like that conspiracy guy, but it's almost like they just wanted to hash something else up. Almost. Like, because it literally wasn't doing anything. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't hurting anything. Like, there, it's not like there's been a massive boost in numbers where men pretending to men pretending to be boys pretending molesting kids or something like that or vice this versa women like, doing the same thing for boys or like bathrooms or like school bathrooms having an issue with that kind of shit that there's the only not issue i've any, heard of is the fact that like some kid at some school um like they declared it okay for him to use the bathroom of his choice mm-hmm. it was a girl who identified as a boy and uh and then basically stripped that away and, like, told the kid to use this very, like, distinct bathroom. Yeah. Kind of to himself, which was just, I mean, these were, like, pretty young kids. From But that's not, that's just where, like, that particular administration decided to do something screwy. Yeah. But, like. But, the, no, that was the point of the bills was to protect kids in those types yeah. of situation. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's stripping that away so but the re- I was to say but the reason for pulling the reason for pulling the bill you would think that there would be some type of like strange yeah, statistic, statistic no, that well, says that there's an increase in bathroom violence on school premises because like of this a, shit but yeah. there's abs- there's nothing that I, I haven't seen it the first thing nor has it been perpetuated by the mainstream fake news media no it was, it was an obvious like Christian agenda type thing, you know, because yeah. he's filled his staff with that type of stuff. Oh, I yeah. found it very interesting that Betsy DeVos apparently, um, when he first proposed it, said no or said it wasn't a good idea and that she felt she was afraid that it would hurt innocent kids. And then apparently, like, somebody who is a man who is like higher up, I, I'm fledging this up real bad but he he was like no we need, we need to do this and she ended up just going along with it but i found it very interesting that she would actually oppose something like that but that's <laughs> it's almost redeeming but the fact that she like she still had an idea be. where she was like thinking about well maybe we should do this it because i don't know i'm the secretary be. of the fucking education and this, i feel like this is the best course of action yeah. and then the first time someone like presses her a little bit she's like you're right okay never no, mind well, i mean she knew that she would lose her job immediately if she didn't do what she was going to do, I guess. But either way, uh, yeah, it makes it even that much shittier when you acknowledge that it's shitty. Yeah. And then you do it. And anyway, yeah. Because, like, I mean, if you're going to do it, maybe to just to make yourself a little better, maybe, you know, be like, this isn't a bad idea. Instead, yeah. you're like, this is going to hurt innocent kids. Yeah. You, oh, you, That's, like, I'm pretty sure what she said, like, I'm afraid this will hurt innocent yeah. kids. Well, she did, she did go on record saying that she was still very much against, like, she still thinks that those those particular kids need to have, like, as far as bullying, harassment, mm-hmm. that stuff still needs to be addressed. So it's kind of good, I guess, that she went ahead and said that stuff. Because, but I feel yeah, like I mean, that should pretty, go without saying. Yeah, it's pretty surprising, though, that she... I think it's... I don't know if I would say it's redeeming because of a lot of other things she stands for. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that her family's apparently donated a lot to like conversion therapy. Yeah. yeah. Which is what makes it surprising that she would actually even care about yeah. those kids' rights and how they feel. This puppy's doing okay right now. Just wanted to hang out with the fellas. <laughs> but yeah, that, that whole situation, kind of what I was just talking about, was that the 
the parallel that people are making. Like they're making this whole ordeal and much like any of the tangerine douches mm-hmm. <laughs> laws or uh, enforced ideas that have come out recently have all had this like strange manipulation on what it seems to be about instead of about what it really is about. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Like saying it's a transgender thing and that it needs to be state rights when in reality, like you just said, it's basically this conservative Christian deal mm-hmm. where they're because it literally wasn't doing any harm. Yeah. It was put in place to protect kids. It's not like they were opening that door for the community to come use those bathrooms. Yeah. That's a problem in of itself, I would imagine. But that's you know, and that's a different separate discussion. <laughs> but I don't know. Like and the, and it goes into, you know, the travel ban. It's about it's about border security, but then you don't include the places that have known terrorists in them or have actually committed terrorist attacks in on U.S. soil. Yeah. So or just killed U.S. Yeah. citizens or abroad. Yeah, stuff. Or so any, yeah. it, again, it goes back to the this is the way it seems to be represented, and then there's clearly a, something behind the veil that l- looks more like what it really is. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that gets really frustrating because now they're lacing it with this whole idea that it's about states' rights, which immediately hashes up the same shit from the South with the it's states' rights to desegregate or not segregate. Yeah, and a bunch of other racist stuff. A way to just like a loophole to keep slavery yeah. in certain areas. Basically, or just keep yeah. shitty things in certain areas. Yeah. Because they, obviously, living in the Bible Belt, like, all of our schools aren't going to comply with that shit anyway. You know, like being in the. It's a southern strategy it's like you know being in the south that the majority vote will lead to you your state choosing those particular things you know so you're like leave it up to the states it's like that's just a way of saying yeah we're gonna get our way yeah like where we are you can have your cake and eat it too sort of and and shit and it disregards the fact that uh, just because the majority of the population in alabama doesn't like gay people or transgender people. Doesn't even understand what transgender people are in the mm-hmm. slightest. Um, that just means that they're going to get shit on even harder in this area. And that they actually need those protections more than anybody. Mm-hmm. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's killing me, like, watching libertarians. I, I bring this up a lot on the show. But my libertarian, quote-unquote, friends... Who just shit on the idea of transgender people. Like, constantly making meme jokes about transgender people. And just constantly down... Not even calling out Trump on his corruption. And just constantly bringing up what Obama did. Mm-hmm. Like, And much like Hillary, it's irrelevant. Yeah, it's their new Hillary. Because they yeah. actually have come to grips. Oh, Hillary actually is pretty irrelevant now. Yeah. So we'll just compare everything Trump does to things Obama. And it becomes just like paradoxical thing mm-hmm. to where you're like you hate Obama but you're now pointing out things that you're saying are almost yeah Cheeto I, Man I pa- Cheeto just, Man passes something and then they're like well Obama did this same thing so but you hate Obama yeah so shouldn't you hate that exactly I don't know it's, just, <laughs> it's some weird convoluted like fucktarded and then I get like a lot I guess what the libertarian people's thought process is on it is that a ton of people really respected Obama so they're speaking out to those people and in their heads I guess maybe they still don't like dump but they 
I don't know. Uh, to me, it just comes off as they're like sympathetic towards that point of view. Yeah, and, and if you're a libertarian and you make fun of trans people, then you're not a fucking libertarian. Just revo- this is gonna revoke say. your libertarian status and just go like you're, you're just basically a, a neocon or something. Yeah, like you're just like because part of like, and I guess I think the premise is I think where they're getting this idea is that. And it's based off the false premise, kind of like when it comes to the blocking traffic thing. Mm-hmm. It's based off of when they can't actually come up with a real reason for why that's actually infringing on anyone's right, and it actually is a right that they're flexing, but they don't want to acknowledge that right. They cop out with a false premise of, like, people are being injured by this. Yeah. And it's... Well, it's the whole mentality similar- wouldn't come about to begin with, the whole the whole notion that now magically, just because it, there's this push that transgender people should be allowed to go to the bathroom wherever they feel, now all of a sudden there's going to be this huge overflowing push of men dressing up like women just so they could be peeping toms. Yeah, which is just stupid. But... Uh, so- it, yeah, it's based off the idea. I guess, Making that, up fucking hypothetical situations to push their agenda. Yeah, it's based off the idea, I guess, that transgender people are dangerous. But not only that, it's also based off these false ideas that there are laws being passed that infringe on everyone. No, else. because and and I, I watched an interesting video about this the other day. Um, I cannot remember for the life of me what this douche's name was, but like the video was entitled "How to Destroy." liberal mentality of abortion and transgender. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the guy's like, he's at a podium and he's, people are coming up asking him questions and he's got such a douchey vibe to him. Like mm-hmm. the cat, the guy never cracks a smile. Mm-hmm. He's got a sh- like stone face the whole time mm-hmm. and going through the questioning and the girl's like the girl in all honesty, the girl was very unprepared. I'll, I'll give him that much. She really wasn't prepared for the questions she was trying to answer on and potentially what he was going to fire back at her with. Yeah. But that was his mentality. He felt like his rights were being pressed upon because someone was requiring him to change his opinion of somebody. So it comes this very strange, like, almost like, dude, what the fuck? Where did you come up with that? I mean, that idea. Mm-hmm. Like, that in his mind, that's the attack on his civil liberties and freedom is because this law dictates that he must look at them this way, even though he doesn't. Yeah, it's it's stupid. And the laws are really just about harassment. I mean, it, going back to the libertarian view of, like, if someone's doing something that doesn't is not your business, then why do you care? Yeah. It would be like saying that people shouldn't be able to be gay and be married because... Uh, the bigoted guy across the street now has to change his opinion on them because it's yeah. accepted. That's just the dumbest argument ever. Yeah. So I want all my libertarian friends who actually do this shit to just revoke your libertarian status and accept your new status as whatever you may be. But you're not fucking libertarian. Sure as fuck not libertarian. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't the- even care that much about libertarianism. I really don't. I don't care about libertarians. I don't consider myself one anymore. But... I stand by the fact that I always did like their philosophy on individual, not individualism on the grand scope of society, yeah. but on a very individual level of like, I'm going to take responsibility for myself. I'm going to make myself the best person I can be. And I'm not going to care what other people do as long as it doesn't infringe on me because I don't want people to care what I do if I'm not infringing on them. Right. And I, I think that's a, 
beautiful philosophy. To, yeah, that, that's the part that I identify system. with. That's what I was going to say is I, I don't know enough about libertarian to say if I'm at one time. I mean, I, I pushed for the libertarian vote, but a lot of that was more of a push for not acknowledge of the libertarian vote, but acknowledgement that you can place your vote elsewhere, yeah. period. Yeah. Now, when it comes down to the election stuff. And so I pushed like Gary Johnson and the and I whatever that fucking lady's name was. I can't remember. Susan Jill Stein. Or Jill Stein was it Jill Stein? She was a green party lady. Yeah. So I, I was simply pushing the idea that there are like it party. didn't have yeah, it didn't have to be the main two that are that are clearly like running the fucking show. Yeah. You can place your vote elsewhere kind of thing. And uh but yeah, I, so I honestly don't know enough about the Libertarian Party to say if I'm one way with that or not. But I like that mentality. That's the part that I took from it as being ideal. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, well. What, what were you talking about? What Trump said about marijuana? Not what he said. Uh, what I just said Trump. No. He said it, yeah. Failed. Dude, we're going to have to make like some game out of this. Cheeto man. Anytime uh, we say that name. We, we need a buzzer. To... <laughs> yeah. We were uh, we were discussing how basically... Actually, I could probably still pull it up here. Now my other dog is whining at the door, whining... The same attention the new dog is getting. Oh, okay. Here it is. Spicer. That's the, Sean Spicer. Oh the, yeah, that douche. Yeah, <laughs> press secretary. Uh, it says that federal enforcement against marijuana use expected to ramp up because the president sees a quote unquote big difference between medical use of marijuana and recreational use, adding that states' allowance of the drug for recreational purposes is something the Department of Justice, I think, will be looking further into. And the interesting parallel there, like what we just talked about, was that, to me, the the whole idea that, it, okay, I'm going to remove this transgender bathroom law because I feel like states should have more rights in determining what they deem Mm-hmm. Appropriate at the state and local level. Yeah, but I also don't think that they should be allowed to do marijuana if they feel like that's a recreational thing for their state. So I'm gonna flex our federal cock over them right now. Yeah, and that's just such a fucking stupid idea to me. Like I, not that everything has to be black and white because a lot, kind of a lot of what we talk about is the complexity of things. Not everything is that. There's a lot of gray to most everything, mm-hmm. but. I was, I, I don't know, fairly positive that was the conservative agenda was more rights for the states and less right and like less big government mentality. Yeah. yeah. So until it comes to something that they're just right, like take a hard line yeah. stance against. And of course, anyone can make that can make the uh, make the connection that if you know whenever whenever they're enforcing things drug related, then you know it's not filling their pharmaceutical pockets and whatnot and all of that 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 nice rabbit hole. To go down. Mm. He's probably going off the that douchebag Stephen Crowder who uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast pretty recently, and they got into it. Him and Joe, Stephen Crowder, like on his website, which God, that dude, his show is so like I've been since I found out about him, I watched a few episodes of his show, and he's so not funny. It's ridiculous. But anyways, he had an article on his uh, website apparently that brought up, and I've seen a few articles about this. It said that like, since marijuana has been legalized, um, deaths or fatality car fatalities mm-hmm. have skyrocketed. 
in uh, states where marijuana is now legalized. And it was just amazing. They pulled up where the statistics came from. They were from AA. Um, and it actually, if you look into it, the amount of fatalities from car wrecks didn't skyrocket. Right. It actually was about the same. The amount of people in those fatalities who happen to have marijuana in their system, which anyone who knows anything about marijuana knows it stays in your system for a pretty long time. Yeah. There's an obvious connection there. Like, it's now legalized in the states, so more people are going to be smoking it. Right. So the same people are getting in wrecks. Yeah. And they just happen to have smoked marijuana because it's legalized. Doesn't necessarily dictate that the wrecks occurred because just, of the marijuana use. It's very misleading because the way that Steven Crowder guy words it, he's the one who makes it misleading. He's the one who bends statistics in his will in favor. And then when Joe corrects him and then Joe's like little partner guy who like looks up shit for him pulls up the, the correct statistics Steven Crowder gets all offended and is like you're ganging up on me and be be and your statistics say one thing but my statistics say another thing and it's just absurd because they're like I don't even think they ever even look up the fact that car fatalities didn't skyrocket that what they said was the amount of people with marijuana in their systems skyrocketed. Yeah. So to say that fatality skyrocketed is misleading. That's the misleading part. Anyways, fuck you, Stephen Crowder. Yeah, Joe Rogan so, ended up going on his show like the next day and sucking his dick. And for a minute, Joe Rogan redeemed himself because after having just the most idiotic people on his podcast lately, I basically stopped listening to his podcast. Uh, he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on the other day, though, and that was almost redeeming. And then, like, the next day, he had, like, some Trump dude. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. He's basically, like, every episode, every other episode, at least, is, like, some right-wing dude who is yeah. just going on the whole episode about how the left is out of control and how they're just destroying everything and they're destroying the world. Yeah. And then that, guess what Joey Rogan gets into when he goes on that Steven Crowder guy's show? Yeah. How the left is destructive and they're out of control. And they're just destroying things. That's not happening on a mass it, scale. Yeah. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah. Like, the, 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 what, 30% here in Alabama is not just rummaging the streets and, like, tipping shit over and setting things on fire. And it goes back shattering. to that League of South shit. They're, they're starting up a militia because people are apparently destroying so much shit. Where is this yeah. happening? Yeah. Like... I don't know. You'll you'll love this this uh, commentary as well from uh, Spicer, and uh, explaining the rationale of greater enforcement of federal marijuana laws. Spicer cited growing problems with other illicit drug use. So prepare yourself for this one. He's quoted saying, I think that when you see something like opioid addiction crisis blossoming in so many states around this country, the last thing we should be doing is encouraging people. There's still a federal law that we need to abide by. So basically, his whole basis is that the the mentality that cannabis and marijuana is a gateway drug to other more intense drugs when... I feel like the majority of the people that I know that use marijuana, while have... At one point or another, experimented with other drugs. Now, I won't say necessarily opioids or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That I don't think that that's directly related to marijuana use. And on the whole, most of the people that I know at this point 
just smoke marijuana. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's not even a, it's not even like a oh man, you see that pothead over there? I also saw him banging some coke in the back of his car too. Yeah. The thing they don't go hand in hand. It's coke and opioid. It's like a uh, opiate. Yeah, I don't really know. Um I just use it as an example of, yeah. the, of the connection between uh, one other random drug to comparison to marijuana. Yeah, and again, it's, it's really primitive, but they're doing a lot of primitive things. They're going back to a lot of primitive thinking that hasn't been accepted in a long time. Right. And then their cop out is like, it's the leftist agenda that's brainwashed everyone. This is what matters. Well, that's what's wrong with all the sin in the country, man. Take the prayer out of the schools and you let the kids smoke the Mayor Janes and then hell, fuck, man. <laughs> but that's I, I was thinking about that earlier. It's like I, I I cannot for the like it honestly like oh my god. Where before I was not like a extreme advocate, but like right now like I it really like burns me up to think about the idea that okay you have one thing that you know without without re- unreasonable or without reasonable doubt causes lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've stuck an age to it. Mm-hmm. As if that magically makes the lung cancer disappear. Causes a lot of diseases. I mean, Causes a lot of shit. COPD, emphysema, asthma, all of those things, and then some. But that's somehow legal. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The same thing with alcohol. Yeah. We can push alcohol sales to the fucking roof, and someone can get alcohol poisoning. Someone can people do fucking drunk driving. But my my main point of bringing this up is for all the people who claim that. The mass Cheeto uh, wasn't going to do anything against marijuana. That he was for, yeah, marijuana and states' rights for marijuana, and he he wasn't going to. Spoiler alert: He may not be really running the show. (laughs) Yeah. Well, back to the libertarians. Um, If you still find a way to justify this, or bring up Obama didn't make it federally illegal, so yeah, we're aware, and that was stupid. So. But he probably got blocked for some reason because of the much like obvious agenda that has kept marijuana illegal for yeah. ever now. So much like everything, there's a checks and balance system <laughs> for a reason. So there's a lot of shit that didn't go down the way that they wanted to. Something that's interesting about Obamacare is that fucking oh, the the Democratic Party and Obama himself didn't even label it that. Yeah. It was a derogatory. Yeah, label. the the conservatives thought that well, since he's pushing it through, we'll try to make it something that's somewhat demeaning, and we'll call it this. We'll and call so, it by his name. Yeah, we'll call it by his name and make it real shitty. <laughs> so that's why he that's why he can be found in like a lot of his like original press conferences when he brings it up, and he like almost mockingly calls it Obamacare. Like he doesn't even own it as his something he come up with to throw his name onto. <laughs> but then you get then you had like things like when Mitt Romney was running Romney in the candidacy, it's like the Romney Care, Hillary called hers the Hillary Care, yeah, and all that shit. So you get you had different versions where those people were actually seeking like to throw their name on the shit. Mm-hmm. Where Obama originally was just like, no, I don't really want that. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But the reason Obamacare happened the way that it is because there was so much backlash with it. They tried to push through the best possible version, and then there was a checks and balances system that come through. It was like, whoa, 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 no. (laughs) We don't want all this shit. And that's why we ended up with the shitty version of this uh, care, affordable care, quote, unquote. Uh, It's affordable used loosely there. (laughs) But But at the same time, I can't, as while it's not affordable for me, I cannot deny the people that it has helped. Yeah. So... 
sure. It's just it's fucking interesting, like the mentality of this this whole fucking world, man. Yeah, people just need to balance some shit out a little bit. Playing the blame game. I don't think. I don't know. All these people saying the left is the cause for all the world's problem and blanketing the left in such like a extreme way. Yeah. You know, there's extremists on every side of the fence, you know. With um, anything. And it's usually a pretty exclusive group. And it, what's sad is how the extremist groups build off of each other. They awaken the inter-extremist and yeah. people. It, I mean, I might refer to, like, the right sometimes and stuff, but I know there's a group of, like, fairly conservative people who are intelligent and balanced. Mm -hmm. And I know this more than ever because I, like, listen to a lot of sources of discussions and various things that try to get the most diverse groups of people on there. Yeah. Well, that's... um, But to the amount of people on the right that are my friends, and that's why I care... Because we're in Alabama, and the right is really more relative to us because we see it more often. Mm-hmm. So um, I just see more and more of my friends kind of falling into that, like, the left, it's all the left's fault. If the left didn't do this and didn't overreact and they're snowflakes and they're maniacs at the same time and just, like, Constantly, just blah, 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 blah. word vomit onto people. Yeah, just because they kind of associate on a spectrum. I mean, not even that, but because they're seeing propaganda, they're seeing the same sources feeding them complete and utter bullshit. Because the algorithm for Facebook shows you the shit that you frequently look at more often. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it doesn't and, even it doesn't. And they it, seek it out because it just feeds their like yeah. weird fucked up hunger they have for. Well, that's a person Being that I frequently with debate with. It gets on my nerves to have this conversation with this person because I literally preface every argument with her as there are there's extremities on both sides. I will never not say that yeah. <laughs> because it's true. It's just a fact of the fucking situation. You have liberals that are extreme and moderate. You have conservatives that are extreme or moderate. You have Christians that are extreme and moderate. You have fucking... <laughs> Luciferians that are extreme and modern. Yeah. Every group's got them, mm-hmm. and so but we get we start so we start an argument where I acknowledge that there are these extremities, but I'm coming from this place of the moderation. Mm-hmm. So my mentality, my debate, or my stance against you in this particular moment is coming from the well-meaning, the well-meant idea of what the extremists are fighting for in a particular mm-hmm. instance, where they took it and just fucking went hog, hog wild with it. We're talking from the more moderate, more sensible version of it. Yeah. But when she debates, she immediately pushes like all her arguments, all of her rebuttals to everything that I'm throwing out leads back to the ones who were extremists. And she even though even... we just, even though in my mind, well, we're ignoring that shit because I already told you I, I don't agree with that either. Yeah. Like <laughs> we, I thought we already addressed that. She's like, but what they do this and this and this. They do. I'm not. That's not. <laughs> again, I'm fucking. Trying, I'm trying to rope it back in for you, it's and you're not fucking like, listening to me, which makes it even more frustrating. Yeah, it's kind of like the ultimate straw man. Yeah, it's like that. It's a group of scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I've had multiple conversations with this person too about how like 
they'll agree that different types of media push different types of agendas or leave certain things out to make things appear in a different way than what it really is. Mm -hmm. And while we can have that conversation and agree on that aspect of it, they'll then turn around and use the same biased media for fuel for why they're upset about a particular thing that doesn't align with what they think is right in the world. Yeah. So it's like, are you ever going to figure out where the fuck you land on a spectrum? Like at all? Yeah. I also don't like point like, the mainstream media is biased. All media is biased. Like, All media, like, yeah. Uh, even worse is like shit like Breitbart and stuff. That's yeah. even more biased than mainstream media. So it's funny that their alternative is to go to something that's even Fuck, more. I'm getting, a, I'm getting frustrated with local media. Uh, we were local discussing media is, earlier. Yeah, borderline <laughs> Breitbart. <laughs> They're jumping on this fucking bandwagon, and I think Facebook is the worst thing I, that ever happened to local media. Describe that thing just, you were talking about earlier. Blew my mind. About the poll? Yeah, the, the poll. poll. So, yeah, basically, a local news station shared a Facebook post um, and were in response to the NASA's discovery of the seven exoplanets mm-hmm. in a nearby solar system. Um, Which is awesome. Yeah, we'll touch base on that in a little bit. But that's, yeah. So they, they basically made the post and they, were, and they said to like it if you're excited about this this discovery and you want to know more information or whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. It kind of just did an in-house polling. And then the other part was, or do an angry face if you think this is just fake news. <laughs> Which there's, I'm sure there's like a, a batch of like creationists sitting around thinking, what the fuck? Like they're just throwing shit at us now. Yeah. Just that ain't even confounded in like Not anything. Like that, but people were skeptical of NASA. Dude, I watched the NASA press conference when they were announcing it. Yeah. And like I was reading the comments and people were like, Yeah, this is bullshit. One day the real the real story get out, you know, that they've been talking to aliens all along and that the aliens control their government and stuff. <laughs> and it was so many comments like that. And then of course comments like, How about instead of putting money towards just finding planets that we can never visit, like cure cancer, <laughs> as if there's not emotion as if for that going not on. Like a billion people on the earth, and like thousands of people all simultaneously working together for different causes all across the yeah. fucking planet. God, fucking idiots! I hate everyone. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, 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 it makes you a very cynical person, like seeing this shit, and like that's that's so frustrating to me. And then what we're talking about is that the idea that our local news media would just throws around the word fake news yeah. so willingly when unbeknownst, well, they probably fucking know because I'm sure they get the like comments and stuff like that come to their page. People comment. I, I do peer to the comments every now and again just mm-hmm. to kind of see where the local consensus lies on certain things. Mm-hmm. About 90% of the time, I'm correct in my assumption. Mm-hmm. I will say that there's been about 10% of the time that they've surprised me. Yeah. But it's rare. But looking at the comments and like there's a group of people that think they're fake news. Yeah. Like they're immediately like, this is fucking stupid. This is fake as shit or whatever. And it's not, and we've talked about this point too, is that not necessarily that it's fake. It's just irrelevant news. It's just point. Yeah. That's what I don't like. It's just in a gymnast did a backflip. They use terms like fake news for things that aren't fake. Yeah. They're just not relevant. Yeah. There's not important. Like uh, that dude on CNN, uh, Lemon, I think is his name. <laughs> his last name's Lemon. Yeah. Um, he had, they were Ooh, talking about. Lemonhead. I think it was the amount spent on Trump 
going on vacation to Florida to play golf. Oh, yeah, that shit. And like, it was like three hours a lot of money. This guest was on there, and he's like, this this is fake news. This is fake. And the Don Lemon guy is just like, how is this fake news? This is not fake news. And then, he, it, and then they, and then they go, went back to that guy. He's like, "This is fake news," and it's just like it made the lemon Please guy so give. mad that he like he was like, "Well, how about you stop booking to come on this show then?" It's, since yeah. this is fake news, and he just is like and ended the segment right there, and which kind of sucks because I wish they would have actually gotten into the debate of what maybe why it isn't fake. Well, I mean, I think Lemon does explain like he says like what we are saying happened you might not think he even says i think like you might not think it's important but it's not fake news and i don't appreciate you yeah like using that term because it is it's no it's not that. coverage on like some like war war crisis or anything like that yeah but it is coverage whether it's relevant to a bunch of people or not doesn't make it fake mm-hmm. or doesn't make it happen any less either I mean, I, still, that's, I think that's an important. What I think it's an important thing to visit. Mm-hmm. If you have taken touching on that subject a little bit, from what I vaguely know about the scenario, is apparently he's like gone on vacation literally every weekend since he entered office. I, yeah, I think it. I think it's one of those things that it's interesting to to know about, and it's kind of like another. It's kind of like equivalent what they were doing with Obama. Well, yeah. Obama did this. Well, and now they have a, a scenario where it's like. Well, y'all always said Obama did this, so look what Trump's doing when yeah. he said he wasn't going to do this. And it is important to point out when Trump completely just bullshits something. Yeah. I do think that's important because he's so full of shit all the time. So when he says a statement, I'm I'm not going to be playing golf. I'm going to be too busy working for you. And he's already yeah. like spent a ton on... he. I mean, if he keeps up at the pace he's going, he'll spend way more. But I do think overall it's a pretty petty subject in the grand scheme of things. I think it just and it's petty. Here's just real fast. I have a story, and it's it's a pretty interesting story, or it's a pretty interesting scenario. Um, but it taught me a lot about like time and politics, mm-hmm. and um, because at the time I, I was working at Clean Air, where I would uh, change air filters, and I changed air filters at this jail in Huntsville. It's a Madison County jail. It's huge, and I, I would go in this one room all the time that I would have changed filters in and I never noticed, I mean, it was never there before. And this one time I went in and there was a newspaper in the middle of the floor. It was never there before. I don't know where this newspaper came from, but I God. Up, yeah, I guess it was God. <laughs> I picked up the newspaper. It was from 1999. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, that's insane. Yeah. This was like 2014 probably. Mm-hmm. And just a newspaper from 1999 just in the middle there. of the floor. Yeah. I'm talking about in a room where not many people visit. Yeah. Like a room on a penthouse on the roof. Yeah. That you'd have to be like a maintenance man. So that means like some maintenance man for some reason had like a 1999 newspaper. Yeah. Just sitting up there. I don't know. Anyways, the front page article was talking about how much Bill Clinton spends going golfing on vacation. That's funny. And how it's way too much. And it was like significantly less than what is now yeah. spent. When presidents go vacant, but I was like, "Oh, they've always made petty arguments." Yeah, like just it dates all the way back to then. Yeah, like even when it just wasn't thrown in your face as much. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I mean, because the internet wasn't yeah. prevalent. But I mean, if the internet was prevalent, it's probably it'd probably be just as relevant. Yeah, I mean, it was the front page article on the newspaper yeah. at the time. So, 
uh, it just showed me that, yeah, that petty argument dates back pretty far to even when the president just, wasn't really even spending that much on I vacation. Say, I, I was going to say, I th- that's that's been my thing. Well, I think it's interesting to look into just on the basis that you've got a man here that says, like you said, says that you're working for, the, working for you. That's why I'm too busy to do this, this, and that. Yeah, it's also well, it's, interesting when they claim that so much of taxpayer money can't go to certain things. Yeah. When apparently taxpayer money goes to these things, such as presidential vacations. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because of the billions or millions of dollars, was it $300 million or like $3 billion? I think it was like Three million. Was it three million? Is a lot smaller than I was thinking. Well, I mean, that's still a lot. It's still a lot of money. Like yeah. But yeah. either way, but the idea is that because like you've got a higher secret service, and instead of just mm-hmm. hanging out the place that you just won an election, maybe for, it was three hundred million. Whatever the case stuff. was, I mean, while I think that's an interesting figure to look at, at the same time, I mean, where where does that fucking argument start? So now we're just going to hash up the entire like last forty years of presidencies to figure out what other people did and then you scale for inflation and see if it's even comparable. Yeah. Because that, like you're right. That's an, that was an argument for Obama all the time was that the man went on vacation too much, whatever. I, I would hear about it all the time. Yeah. Obama's golfing again. Yeah. Well, for hell, who's running the fucking country? Uh, <laughs> and then like, and like you said, apparently that's a thing from like in the nineties when Bill Clinton was doing the same shit. Yeah. So I would be, I, that was my first thought was like, okay, well, I don't know. I feel like the majority of people that are jumping on that bandwagon, they're like, hell yeah, Cheeto Man's stealing our fucking tax dollars to go play golf in some fucking resort in Florida (laughs) without having any knowledge of the person that they have endorsed and what they spent doing a similar thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I feel like it's a pretty common thing, honestly, Mm -hmm. less than it is an actual controversial one. Mm-hmm. But it's something that's going on. It's what they're. It's what the folks is talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just interesting to me. Going back to f- fake news, yeah. I think they're. You should start, but that, I mean that's the thing is that people can't even start at the lowest common denominator. Is like you can start at well, let's just start at the worst possible thing. Think of like flat Earth type shit. Yeah, it's obvious fake. It's not even really news though. So. It's just fake information. Yeah. Um, Pizzagate, fake news. Yeah. Beautiful example of fake news. Yeah. It's just utter bullshit. Uh, great example of exactly how journalism should not be carried out. Yeah. Thank you, Alex Jones. <laughs> um, a lot of things I've seen on Breitbart that just basically make up statistics about yeah. how men are superior to women that are just like, what What are you even saying? That can't even really be scientifically tested. <laughs> did you see the, did you see the billboard? I think it was in like North Carolina. Oh, that dog's getting on her. That basically guys. said, uh, it said real men provide and real women, um, Make sandwiches. <laughs> well, I, I, the base it more or less got to the got to the premise that real men provide and real and therefore real women are grateful. Mm-hmm. Like almost causing the argument that like because a woman doesn't want to be provided for by a man in that traditional sense makes them ungrateful. less and ungrateful yeah, and a piece so of shit. That's just disgusting. Yeah, and it was on a billboard, which is you know. Yeah, controversial but what the fuck someone paid for the billboard so it's not like the company's gonna have to say shit about it but if you wanna waste your fucking and I've priced billboards before if you wanna waste two thousand fucking dollars just for to make your statement go right ahead but 
that's just yeah. I can't believe just how upside down everything seems right now. As far as like what's truth and false, I see a lot of stuff like Trump's cabinet. Damn it, Trump! <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing that every time you say it. I'm just gonna fucking Grinch. <laughs> Grinch's cabinet. It's like we're in a fucking like 1984 novel. <laughs> like his cabinet, he's bringing it, or just people I've heard various people, of course, like Pruitt and all these different people, but um, talk about basically, and it goes back to that whole idea of the leftist agenda that's taken over the world. Um, the idea that climate change was a conspiracy when we know that Exxon, the people who are pretty much helping run the country now. Suppress climate change data. So they're just flipping that on its head now. Yeah. Like, they, Obama and his EPA were lying to y'all all those years. They were the real... Like, if the left agenda, the leftist agenda was so dominant, then why is our society still just littered with conservative policy? Mm-hmm. Why are we just now making homosexuality, like homosexual yep. marriage legal? Why are we just now acknowledging concepts yeah. like that if there's been this overall leftist agenda? There's a, f- and now I'm about to sound extreme, but there, there seems to be more of a conservative agenda. And now that it's like not, it's dying. Because it got pushed for so long, because there was a time where both the left and the right saw eye to eye, at least on like the moderate. biblical like, side of it. At you know? that point, the left wasn't even left. It was like middle. Yeah. So there was middle and right pretty much. Yeah. And then the left was just. So like there were still some things they were like, they were just okay with because, you know, hey, you know, country is founded on Christian principles. Fuck, why not? Yeah. You know, and that whole, that whole mentality. So like as you go along and what we've talked about before is it doesn't make you the fucking victim just because we want it to be equal for everyone else's involvement. Mm-hmm. Again, this country wasn't based on fucking Christian principles just because a handful of Christians and even if it invaded was, the country. I'll put it that way because it sure as fuck wasn't founded. Yeah, even if it was founded on Christian, like, what relevance does that have now? Like we know that that's not a good. Mix. You're not. Uh, yeah, again, you're not allowed to evolve as a species again. Yeah. So, so just, let's just put a cap here because you know when you get this far, we're gonna need to tone it down a little bit. We're gonna get back to our Christian roots because uh, once we start bringing in some other religions, everyone knows it goes to shit. So let's just calm it down. We all know that when you have one major religion and you associate your government directly with that religion, it always goes real peachy and great. I mean, look at there's history is just just look at littered Israel, with examples. Israel is just doing so dandy over there, you know. Israel, Kashkashkan. Oh, sweet pop down here. It's anyway. just it, it, the mentality of the world as a whole right now is like super fresh. Like I feel like okay. And I feel like I'm very understanding about certain things. Like I genuinely try to give benefit of the doubt, even if I have a pre, or I don't say ordained. Even if I have an assumption about where you're coming from on an argument, and it happens to not line up with mine, mm-hmm. I still try to give that person benefit of the doubt that either maybe they're there's a reason why they have that mentality. Maybe there's hearts in the right place, and they're just misinformed. Whatever the case is. I still try to be somewhat understanding of the situation. I don't jump straight to the, oh, well, fuck, you're part of that alt-right yeah, con- just conservative like, bullshit. Jump straight to call them Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really do try to give them, like, I try to t- approach it from a very understanding situation. Now, if the 
remainder of our conversation leads me to confirm that, mm-hmm. that's a different thing. But I will always start out a conversation with someone or a debate, whatever the case is, with giving them benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And try to find some common ground. Or at the very least, I'll probably just be like, look, man, we are not going to get anywhere on this. So let's just say, what if we like computers? Yeah. And that's our common ground, and we leave it at that. That's basically what I had to do with the guy that I work with every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, we like tech stuff, and that's where we need to leave it, pal, because you don't listen to music because the guy sounds gay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, some people will just... You, people... Neil deGrasse Tyson, I'm going to bring up Joe Rogan's podcast again, which I'm, it's funny because I really don't listen to it that often. But Neil deGrasse Tyson brought up a very good uh, point about debate. He likes to... when he, If someone's trying to debate him, be like, okay, what's the one piece of evidence that you, you lack that would change the way you feel about your position? And then if they can provide that one piece of evidence that they're lacking, and you then you present that evidence, because that evidence was in existence, and for whatever reason they didn't know about it or they just ignored it, and they still choose not to accept the evidence, then you know that they truly don't want to change their mind. Yeah. And if they don't want to change their mind, they're not going to change their yeah. mind. Yeah. They're not basing the rest of their stance on logic at all. They're basing it on emotion and whatever bullshit. Yeah. So basically that's when you that make a conversation pretty much is what yeah. he says. So. Cause you're not going to get anywhere. No matter how much you beat on that. Yeah. You're just going to like stress yourself yeah. out probably. Well, it's the same situation. Uh, listening to uh, you know, David Smalley with dogman debate when he was talking to, not the Church of Christ preacher, but the preacher before that, mm-hmm. uh, and they were talking about abortion and stuff. That and guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were talking back and forth, and he like in the podcast, uh, most of the podcasts with controversial people, we always ask like, "Look, you send me some information, I'm gonna send you some information, and we'll, we'll have you back, and we'll discuss the shit yeah. that we just sent each other." And uh, he asked the guy at the end of the thing, he was like, "Look, I agree to watch this documentary that you said that I should watch because you think it'll change my opinion. I doubt it will because I've probably seen a lot more than you, but I will at least watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm asking, will you watch this because it may change? Because before I watched this particular thing, I had a different mentality. Is the way he explained it. He said I had a different mentality about this thing, different viewpoint and acceptance of it altogether. I watched this." gathered additional information and it changed my view on it because I had more information to base it off of. And the guy just straight up said, Nope. Mm-hmm. He said, so you're telling me that you're not, he goes, I will not make a promise to you that I will because I know that I won't. <laughs> and he basically just like 100% down the opportunity to like accept more information. Like the moment that you close the door to more information, that there's no point in continuing a conversation about that particular topic with that person. Because like if you at that point you told me that that's it's just an emotional appeal for you and mm-hmm. that's it, where I, a lot of times what we've talked about fact checking your your news and stuff like that. If someone poses this to you, double check it, cite, figure out a different like look at first of all look at the entire encompassing story, see it from different angles, see it from both angles, so you make sure that you know that's exactly where you stand on that particular issue, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But if you are that kind of person to just simply go up to it and say, you know what, I think this really aligns with what I like. I'm going to fight it to my death, even though I don't know <laughs> shit about where they're coming from. This is where I'm going to hang out. Yeah. That To me, that that's I feel like that's the majority of the problem that we have. Because reactionary posts from Facebook and bullshit like that, People get pushed this particular thing, they feed into it, whichever side they stay on, never look at the other side of it, 
And then that's why they cause a bunch of fucking Facebook arguments and people get unfriended and blocked mm -hmm. and shit for no reason at all. Like you have no, you have no basis for why you believe the way you believe other than that it was literally fed, fed to you. Yeah. And you didn't even think about trying another plate. And often it's just because something makes you so uncomfortable. Yeah. That you need a reason not to ever be able to oh, accept yeah. it. Yeah. Cause like, and that's a fun idea to have with like things that don't matter. Like I don't want to watch Monty Python because that's I just stupid. don't. That's stupid, dude. <laughs> so, but you're not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but uh, but that's something that doesn't really fucking matter. Me not wanting to believe in climate change because it makes me feel uncomfortable that I might be contributing to it. Yeah. <laughs> or what? What? Well, what really keeps people from wanting to trust in climate? Change? Is it? I mean, it really does seem like a denial because they're always like, humans ain't cosmic. That's always happened. It's always occurred. And man, hell, well, man, we're literally coming out of an ice age. Why? Well, of course, it's fucking gonna get hotter. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it's just like, why? I mean, what's crazy is they'll acknowledge that humans are disgusting. Mm -hmm. They'll acknowledge that humans are corrupt creatures. No, no, no. Humans are only disgusting when they Gender. mate two genders together. Oh, yeah. That's the only time they're discussing. Or they like mix species and that kind of shit. So the human pig chimera that was made is like super disturbing, but the amount of pollution that goes into yeah, like factories and like water sources and shit is not. Maybe it's just yeah, they, they really love the idea of of just I don't know, like the idea that pipelines bring jobs or something. So they Which is don't want to believe that pipelines giant misguidance. Yeah, they don't want to believe that the pipelines hurt anything because they want to live in this blissful denial that like it, no, it's stimulating the economy, which is the best thing that can happen. You know, for a short speck of time. Yeah, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying I'm just trying to put myself in there. Like mentality. Yeah, <laughs> and it's difficult. It's hard. It hurts my head. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me cry inside. For homosexual, uh, like homosexual marriage, I just think they're. And, you know, like, the fact that I hear so many of them like, the first thing you do is cause homophobe, racist, bigot. And it's just, it's like, you are scared of gay people, though. Yeah. Because, like, I grew up, I, we grew up in the South. Like, we see how straight Southern men feel about homosexuality. They're scared of it. So, mm -hmm. calling you a homophobe, why are you so offended by being called a homophobe? Like, that was always the thing in school. Like, when someone said some shit to you, or like if a guy like walked by and was like, dude, bro, I love you. And then everyone else was like, man, I ain't gay. Yeah, it was all, I mean, like it, it was, was like it was an offensive thing. Like, yeah, it was constantly a thing. Like, you had to walk on eggshells. In hindsight, I wish I'd been more of the mentality. I was like, you're right, I am gay. And just started like grabbing dicks. I was like that a lot. We got to a point where like, our house did that shit. <laughs> I walked by and like, here's a couple of dicks. I remember what this dude named Theo came from Chicago. Theo, if you ever listen to this, shout out. Hey, what up, dude? But um, <laughs> and I would every day I would go give him a hug. He was in band, and he was like a younger guy. I would give him like a big hug because it would make him really uncomfortable. And yeah. He, every day he he would say something like, "Man, I ain't gay, man, I ain't gay." And then I I, I just kept saying, "I was like, dude, I'm not gay either. What the fuck are you so scared of?" Yeah. I was like, the fact that you're so scared to give me a hug makes me feel like you are gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end of that same year, man, he would like come up to me and like give me big hugs yeah. and stuff. And now he doesn't seem 
like that at all. He'd come from like a pretty, you know, like pretty rough part yeah. of Chicago. So well, like he, you know, that was instilled in him too. But he, once he got here and realized like, hey, it's not a big deal. He loosened up a lot. What's but funny it, I mean, is where that, fear. It is a fear. So it's like whatever. It's just funny to me where that mentality stops or like where, pe- like how far are people willing to take it? Like for instance, my brother that's six months younger than me, he half looks, brother. Yeah, he looks a lot like you. Yeah. A much thinner version. <laughs> so he has said before, like, he doesn't even want to say the word bye to another dude because it's too close to a term of endearment. He didn't use the words. But basically he was like, nah, I'm not going to say bye to you. I'll just be like, later dude, or something like that because I'm I'm too cool for that or that's too gay for me. Bye? Yeah. That's and that blows my mind. And there, he's not the only one. Yeah. And that's I mean, our group has always been pretty open about shit. Like and we've always been a very huggy group. Just a he'd think we were super gay then. Oh yeah, for sure. He'd be getting a boner. He'd be like, Man, I'm so uncomfortable. I gotta go. <laughs> I mean, but get boners when I'm around you guys all the time. So I mean shit, you know. Uh, we're we're a good looking meat slab, that's for sure. But that's <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it is fear. And like, cause xenophobes. You know what xenophobic is? You know, the xenophobia? dictionary definition. No. Xenophobia. It's just being scared of people from like foreign lands. I just lost the sound in my right ear. You can't tell me that people aren't afraid of immigrants. Yeah, that's one of the biggest fears right now in this country. And then you're offended when people. You're like, you're so offended by everything. You call me a zinc. You're offended that someone is... Called, called you a scientific term. A term that describes what you, what you are. Yeah. Whew. Fuck. Call them humans and <laughs> shit. Like... That's uh, honestly uh, a uh, degradation of that word, though. Call them that. What? Humans. What about? Do it. Calling the extremists humans. Yeah, they get pissed, dude. No, I think it's I think it's a dis <laughs> I think it's a uh demeaning of the word itself. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> They're humans. They're silly humans. Um horribly misguided. I'm not mis- gonna uh, stoop to that level. Because I've heard so many people call yeah. the left subhuman. I've yeah. heard that a lot. And I just think that's ridiculous to refer to people as subhuman. Honestly, I think you could be homophobic and xenophobic and not be a hateful person. Oh, for sure. I think sure. where it becomes a problem is when you convert that fear into hate. Yeah. And then it, the same people who'd be... And that's why people call you a homophobe or something. It's because they know you're already a hateful person. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to sting you back. Like you've already been hateful to a lot of people. So they're like, you know what? And it stings when, you're, when your fear of whatever it is draws you to hate. And you're, then you're pointed out that you're scared of it because mm-hmm. you're wanting to be a big tough person who's above that fear. That's why you're lashing but out. Then ha- but then it being t- being having your... But then being reduced back to fear, that makes you feel yeah. insecure and then you get defensive. Well, well, too, why are you calling me that? I ain't afraid of nothing. Well, and then I'll the repressed the feelings that being me. having something pointed out to you as if though you're a child when, motherfucker, I'm a man. Yeah, exactly. No damn kid. It's just wearing your insecurities on, a sl- on your sleeve, really. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we gotten on some tangents tonight. Yeah. Again, we're in a fucking nineteen eighty four novel. Do I? We're in a we're in a George Orwell novel. Yeah. 
It's all good though, guys. We're live. We're kicking it. We're live. We still have like, some freedoms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still have about the same amount of freedoms yeah. I always had. We can still talk on this here podcast and say shit yeah. about Tangerine Feller. <laughs> so. I am pretty pissed about the marijuana thing. Anyone who's against the war on drugs and still finds a way to ignore that, then... Well, because we just researched, like, different countries. Like, I, I honestly thought, like, it would, like, worldwide it was more accepted. No, it's still stigmatized worldwide, really. Which, that's nuts. Like, now that's a new world order. <laughs> Them Illuminates. And that's when I say, like, the leftist agenda. Yeah. Like... It doesn't dominate the world. Y'all are full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> if that was the case, gay marriage would have been a thing. But, but again, the same mentality. The same mentality by making something. It's it, it is it's dominating only because it's threatening mm-hmm. in this moment. Because there is a rise for it. Because there are more in this past election, there were more informed college age and late high school age students than never in any other election beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because the younger generations can be more informed and care more. That freaks them the fuck out. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting. What time we at? We had a minute and four. Minute four. An hour and four. Shit, dude. Time's going by so slow. Um, An hour and four. Pretty good time. I mean, good time for not knowing a lot of shit that's been going on. We touched base on a lot a big, of the important stuff. I a mean. big subject lately has been freedom of speech because of that Milo dude, which we don't really have to get too deep into that. I did want to touch base on that. It's just how his entire world is shattering around him Yeah, for now. Yeah. Um, the whole time, it just kind of kills me, this paradox that occurs um, with that whole subject and what Milo was able to do by, once again, just doing a bunch of reverse psychology bullshit yeah. and flipping... Flipping it on its head. It's just crazy to me that you can have a society in which its policies and laws shit on certain individuals. And then when you try to adjust society into a certain way to make it to where those individuals who are most vulnerable are shit on less, the Mm. people who are the least vulnerable start complaining that they're being infringed on. We've talked about this before. Yeah. And that's exactly what it reminds me of. It's like, they're, they're shutting down my f- rights. My rights are being infringed upon. Mm-hmm. It's like, the people protesting you have just as much of a right. That's freedom of speech as well. Yeah. So, like, you're just advocating for your own freedom of speech. Well, that was... You're that advocating was... for whatever doesn't buy... And then they reverse it by calling everyone else a snowflake. You are being the snowflake. Because yeah. you aren't comfortable with this concept so therefore now you have to whine and say that your rights are being infringed yeah. and turn it all on its fucking head yeah, it's just ridiculous that was an important thing that I got a chance to argue with my aunt's husband who is very very involved with the military mm-hmm. and stuff goes on several tours does the whole kit and caboodle mm-hmm. uh, he <laughs> when the Colin Kaepernick thing come about mm-hmm. and that was a big one like when that come about and how did it, I'm, I cannot remember the way my aunt made her post, but it basically said something about freedoms and all the shit or whatever. 
and I and I thought that it was funny then, so I took the time to actually like call some shit on Facebook for a little bit. So mm-hmm. that was fun. So I commented on there. I was like, it's really funny to me, like the military personnel wanting to stifle the very thing they supposedly fight for. Like, I get it if you found it. I mean, I don't get it, but I understand vaguely if you thought it was demeaning or disrespectful to your way of life or whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. Again, who's the snowflake in this situation? <laughs> but like your your argument is that he shouldn't be allowed to do that. He don't need to be doing nothing, blah, 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 whatever. It's like he literally took a stance using his freedom that you so willingly fought for for him to be able to do that. Yeah. And we kept going back and forth on this premise because he kept saying, it's like, uh, I didn't go fight for jackasses like this to be able to stand up and have a voice in the country. It's like, yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but well, you did. You claim you did. Yeah. I, I said, don't it, really I, know what you fought for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, whether you personally <laughs> fought for it, but your cause in general, like not yeah. your cause, but the overall cause. Yeah, no, you did fight for this. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I hate it for you if you disagree with it, but motherfucker, that's what you did. Yeah. And he, and at some point, the end of the argument finally resolved with, he goes, you know what? Fine. You know what? You're right. I will continue to fight for this jackass's ver- uh, way, uh, con- uh, constitutional right to stand up and say whatever the fuck he thinks is appropriate. Okay. Good job. All right. I just wanted to get my point across because I just wanted to make sure you knew how fucking stupid this argument is. But well, no, it's only you're only a snowflake if you're offended by things that don't matter to them. Yeah. And then they're offended that you're offended. Yeah. So Colin Kaepernick, who was kneeling for something that he thought was a serious issue, mm-hmm. has offended a guy that. Isn't really. I mean, I don't know. Like you were saying, it's supposed to be defending freedom. So it's like, <laughs> like what? you can be upset about how he displays that freedom any way you want, but it's still you still defended it, so to speak, one way or another. Yeah, Milo's thing is just absurd. Like, I, well, uh, the thing I, I would like to point out with Milo's thing, just based off of the the particular like eight minute segment that I watched, um, uh, and I know how you feel about the, his appearance with Bill Maher and everything. I'm more I'm more liking the responses that were given from the other two guests. I didn't pe- focus as much on Bill Maher for some reason, yeah, but I, the, the Bill Maher didn't challenge him. Yeah, really much the banter between the other two guests, the comedian and the ex spy, and Milo himself mm-hmm. was much more entertaining to me. Um, but there's this recurring theme going on now, like we themes of plural. We've had these things come up where people are like. I'm going to label you as subpar for whatever reason, and that's why you don't deserve this particular civil liberty. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a group that fights it and a group that supports it. And that's a recurring set of themes, the same thing what we talked about with like the marijuana thing and how that leads to states' rights, which <laughs> echoes the same shit from the uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. And states' rights to continue to basically house the be like in enforce in slavery and shit. Mm-hmm. So it all rolls back to these like repeating themes and everything. The thing that pissed me off the most from Milo's appearance on that show was where he literally said he was talking about how transgenderism is just a it's a it's disorder, super dangerous. And- no, he said it's a disorder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that therefore it needs to be corrected with psychological whatever, like mm-hmm. going through those treatments and that kind of shit. And then one guy was like, "You do understand at one time people thought the exact same thing with homosexuality." Yeah, and I think he like, said something. Well, maybe it is. 
Yeah. Like, and he kind of like made a joke about it. Yeah, it was like, yeah, but it's like, you, how can you possibly make that argument when someone made the exact same argument less than 20 years ago about the, about the lifestyle you chose to live yourself? Yeah. And then he wants his whole reason against transgender people is that he thinks they have like a, a disorder and it's just a man not being able to cope with his sexuality and that that's dangerous to young men in bathrooms. And then what he's actually been disenfranchised about is talking about how relationships between older men and young boys is okay. So <laughs> it's very ironic too that he, that was the main thing he he also speaks out against lesbians a lot which is just well, weird. I was going <laughs> to say and I don't know where his stance is on that stuff and I didn't hear it in this particular argument but one thing that I would like that I don't like that happens with the transgender argument is they're so quick to jump to the that man's going to peep in on my daughter Mm-hmm. As if there's not a group of women that won't peep in on a son. Yeah, well, I mean, like that's a underlying stigma of like the cougar going for the young fella. Like, yeah. why are you not worried about that too? Again, because mm-hmm. it doesn't fit your yeah your motif of what you think gender assignments are and shit. Yeah, you know, the way I view like the whole mile, a lot of people think that they were trying to shut down Milo's freedom of speech. What it, what it really was is that he he caught it. And I think Milo claimed that the transgender girl he called out specifically by name and stuff, uh, he was saying she didn't attend that university anymore. Apparently, she she dropped out of that university because she was being harassed so severely. Yeah. So he's actually was causing damage to someone. So what they the protests were about were students telling their university that they pay money to go to mm-hmm. that they didn't appreciate them allowing him to speak there. And potentially harming students. Yeah. And then Milo is just able to use this reverse psychology shit and turn it on its head. They're infringing on my freedom of speech. I'm fighting for y'all's right to say whatever you want. When you are paid for speaking in in engagement. Yeah. It's not involving, it's not not stifling your free speech. Yeah, exactly. If you partake in this willingly. Now, if the government stepped in... If the government stepped in and said, nope, you cannot speak here because of yeah, that, no amount of listening, that's, that's the invasion of free speech. Yeah, that's he, he was a con artist, man, and he made a lot of money But people off make that argument with a lot of different things. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this person, got, uh, they got kicked out of uh, Starbucks because they were singing a hymnal. Or they were kicked out of Target for that's yelling at customers. Free, about, and and, that's, and that, they're that's, just taking away their fucking free speech, and I can't stand that. <laughs> Man, come the fuck on. Target yeah. has every right. First of all, that's part of the... You don't, they don't have to give you service. It's a business. Yeah. It's not a government entity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, that's one thing I wanted to point out, is the fact that people weren't really infringing on his free speech that bad. I think he also got banned for Twitter and that's kind of what started the whole war. But he got banned from Twitter because he was calling, he was calling people out. to go against Leslie Jones yeah. for like no fucking reason at but, all. I mean, just to point out, like being banned from Twitter, my friend that I work with, Adam, if you ever listen to this, shout out to Adam. Uh, he gets banned from Twitter like every day. <laughs> yeah. Because he'll just comment on like Hillary Clinton's Twitter feed and be like, you suck. <laughs> They'll like ban him for twenty four hours. But um, yeah, so that was stupid. So the way I basically look at the scenario that seems to play out is you got, and I think this is what I was trying to say earlier. You got kind of a, a group of people who are vulnerable, and they're fighting for their right 
to have a decent life without having to be harassed. Yeah. To feel casual about who they are just like everyone else. Yeah. That's all. And statistically, it shows they... It's hard to be one of those groups that yeah. you are fucked with. I watched it play out constantly in society, at school and everywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up what some of them have to, to endure. It's true. Bullying, say what you want, just pussy, snowflakes, whatever. That shit is like serious. It hurts people. Yeah. Suicide rates in those communities are like really high up. Like it's fucking no joke. So one side is just fighting for the basic right to feel okay about who they are yeah. and just to go about a day-to-day life in a decent way. As, in a, as much of a normalcy for them as possible. Yeah, and then the other side is fighting for their right to shit on whoever they want, as yeah. freely as they want. Piss to. on their American dream, basically. And you have a freedom of speech. That's cool, but I think language is a very powerful tool Oh yeah, and you're abusing your powers for sure. So fuck you. Right. <laughs> and um, another thing is, we've got to be able to look inward on certain things too. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't be pissy at the right, and then uh, as as a member of the left, you can't be pissy at the right for doing something, and then when it occurs to the left, you're all of a sudden like, well, well hold on, like. And I understand that that may be the case in certain situations, but on the whole, a lot of them are just going to be because it happened to you. All of a sudden, you've got some sympathy for it, mm-hmm. even though before you had no sympathy about the matter at all, or were relentless on why you attacked that situation. Mm-hmm. Case in point, the the situation with the attorney general stepping down mm-hmm. was it attorney general, um, or not stepping down, but being being forced to resign or like yeah, fired. Flynn. Yeah. Because by not enforcing the immigration ban. Yeah. Wait. No. Was it Flynn? Fl- no, Flynn. No, Flynn was something else. It was Flynn stepped down because it was ties with Russia. Or he was basically Yeah, fired. that whole situation. I'm talking about whoever it was that stepped down because of the travel ban. Or not stepped down. They got fired. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cheeto You're Man let him, the, Cheeto Man the let him go. Yeah. That was the attorney general, yes. Okay, okay. was the attorney That's yeah. what I was thinking. Okay, so she got fired because she didn't want to participate with the travel ban. Mm-hmm. As much as that sucks, and I don't agree with the ban, however, if you work for the government, it is a job. Mm-hmm. If you work for the government and you sign up for the government knowing you may have to endure rules from a government you may not necessarily agree with, you have one of two options. You either go along with it or you get fired, for, or you, you walk away from it. Mm. The reason I have that mentality is because of the Kim Davis thing. Yeah, when the whole situation come out about like they were legalizing the gay marriages and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and she was using her personal beliefs as a reason for not doing that job. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you signed up to do that job. No, I agree, but the attorney general. But throw up. Uh-oh. No, I'm just gonna eat it back down. Okay, cool. Um, but like, yeah, a whole point. Well, let's just point this out that the uh, the point of the attorney general is to check the president. Like, they actually are, like, she was doing her job. Like, that is her role. Like, she's there to be like, what you're doing is, uh, she is like the lawyer for the president. The attorney general is like the president's yeah. lawyer, pretty much. They're yeah. like, hey, what you're about to do is is pretty, uh, like, not, it's going to be legally sketchy, and you probably shouldn't do it. And that's what happened. And guess what? It ended up getting shot down unanimously. Yeah. So what she said was correct. Yeah. She was warning Trump, and Trump didn't like it. 
Yeah. She also warned Trump about Flynn. And Trump fired her and kept Flynn. And then when it leaked to the mainstream media that Flynn had ties to Russia, he then proceeded to fire Flynn and still say that Flynn was treated unfairly. So I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. But it also becomes sketchy because it's uh, a very early sign of like authoritarian governments. Oh, yeah. To fire people just because they're going against your agenda. Yeah, no. And because I that's I, the point of checks and balances yeah. within a government. I don't disagree so we with don't that. Have yeah. An overpowering agenda occurring. Yeah. But you're right. Like, we do, people do need to watch their hypocrisy on both yeah. sides just because it can be so easily used against you. It's the oh, yeah. first thing people use against uh, yeah. you. Yeah. Apparently, if I've seen like, and the, the reason I bring that up is because I've seen several, several posts when uh, certain things have happened recently, and I, I cannot remember specifically these posts that were associated with. But reading the comments, the first thing that I see is like, "Well, that's just the left's way; they're all full of hypocrites and shit." Mm-hmm. As if that doesn't go both ways. Yeah, but yeah, it, does, it totally does. It's and the that's, problem is just uh, you open the window to, for them to yeah. just cop out with that. Yeah. I see it a lot with the the whole Obama thing, like Trump doing some strikes not long ago, killed a few like an, a, one or two innocent girls and stuff. You know, the left's like ah, and I agree, it merits anger. I mean, I think any of those do, but I mean, the truth is, like, look into what the U.S. has done to like some of those yeah. same similar countries and some of the poorer countries, like and- I think Yemen. And stuff like if you look into what we've done to those countries, yeah. And I can kind of understand. And I'm not saying like I'm not just copping out because, like I said, uh, I don't think it. I don't think it's relevant what Obama did wrong. I don't think that takes away from anything that Trump does wrong. And to just cop out with like that seems stupid to me. I vaguely understand the premise that. He's doing it and you're getting upset, but you didn't get upset when so-and-so did it. Yeah, but that's even a false premise because a lot of people did get upset when Obama was doing it. I know I did. I pointed it out a lot. I mean, if you could go back to like my old Facebook before I deleted it, that's one of the things I post about sometimes. But that's one of the... But that's also... To me, it also feeds in one of the other things about the reactionary stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the problem is going to be is that you are going to have a vast majority of people, I think. I personally feel that because, again, looking at the statistics, the people actually paid attention this past year in regards to politics, comparison to years before, where there's a set number of people that just jumped on the train because they just now figured out that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Where had they known before or saw it before, they just went, eh, whatever, I just push it on. But because it didn't particularly, it what didn't create the emotional response that they've kind of been indoctrinated with now of having anything that tr- Cheeto Man does bad is inherently bad, and therefore you should always have a reaction to, regardless mm-hmm. of if someone you would have supported other to otherwise had done it too, where you have that mentality where you were like, no, I agree that he, you know, that was pretty shitty too. Then mm-hmm. I don't feel like that was it wasn't as I don't think a lot of people were that uh, aware of it at all. Yeah. That's the thing, and because what's because being, the media wasn't blowing it out of proportion every yeah. step you made, yeah. But they did report on it. Yeah, it was just more of like or less like how many of your pals on Facebook shared the video. But there, was, <laughs> and again that the, and then that of course everything rolls into everything. Of course that rolls into where the media is only pushing what gets them the click and what gets them the mm-hmm. emotional response. 
were before and didn't get them an emotional response. But now they can get an emotional response because they know people are on edge about the presidency. Mm -hmm. So by making it seem as though he's the only one that's done it or not done it, whatever the case is being said there, causes some debate, causes them to get clicks, likes, grumpy faces, and whatever's on their posts. Yeah, and it it just creates this whole thing. Like before, mm-hmm. it didn't get us anything. Now I know for a fact we're going to get somewhere. Yeah, I will stick to it. the fact that that a lot of these uh, media stations actually did report on the things that yeah. did. They did. Oh, I know. I'm, so, I'm talking about in the in the light that they shed on it. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the, I mean, they, they, I mean, I just think, I think uh, as citizens, our reaction reflects more on it than anything. And yeah. I think overall, people are way more frightened by. Um, by Trump, so that's why it seems to be like nah. exploding. Oh fuck! I said it. God. <laughs> oh. oh, it's like a demon within me. <laughs> um, how was him, Lucifer? Fuck. I had something I was gonna say though about that. Um, people are more on edge about him. General. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, they definitely... Uh, fuck, oh. There are small discrepancies between... The, I, I do feel like Obama is often a little more calculated and apparently paid attention to what his intelligence had to offer him, even if they were like misguided at times, which led to some bad decisions. But from what I understand even about Trump's current... Damn it! <laughs> Cheeto man... Fucking god damn it. I'm tired. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking Scrooge McDuck. Fucking Scrooge. Um I give up. <laughs> Just give up, guys. Fuck it. We're in we're in an hour twenty five. We made good timing. <laughs> what was I saying though? Oh, apparently he's like in his first few like military actions, he didn't really pay much attention to intelligence and made some pretty bad decisions. Which, but he really knows. What happens? I'm when just not a fan. You of give war when you give a general. fucking childlike mentality a hammer. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan of war, no matter who's behind the missile. You know, pushing the button. Whether it, it was Obama. I, I do, as I'm older, I do analyze my presidents in a different way than I used to. In my younger, more reactionary, black and white years, you know, I was against, completely against Obama because of the some of the military stuff he was doing. But, you know, now I'm older, I kind of analyze it in a different way. I, I look at everything the president did across the board. And if, they, if you can check out the majority of the boxes, and I'm like, okay. I'm not going to, like, harp on this all day long anymore. No. I'm not going to share <clears throat> article after article after article on Facebook trying to inform everyone of how much of a monster this person is. It's just like, yeah. I don't even do that for uh, Scrooge. I don't even share articles about him, so whatever. It's just, I don't know. People see it enough. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to say about those exocel- uh, exoskeletons? Oh my god, exoplanets! <laughs> those exoplanets. Uh, I was reading a little briefly on them while you were dropping a deuce earlier, and uh, it's um, apparently they're close enough that you could be like standing 
in one area and then as the uh as the rotations pass mm-hmm. through like if you're standing on a mountaintop you could see like geographical formations from the other planet mm-hmm. like they're that close which is something out of like sci-fi movies where if you go to an alien planet you can still see that other planets like relatively close by yeah kind of thing off in the horizon so i thought that was pretty cool yeah um cool. Out of the seven, they've thrown like somewhere in the middle. They've picked that they like those are basically like the sweet spot planets that mm-hmm. can for, uh, inhabit the Goldilocks zone. The what? The Goldilocks zone. Yeah, where there's like three in the Goldilocks zone. Yeah, yeah. That's the like the most likely area. It's that like the fertile still, area yeah. of a solar system that still have enough like that would most likely inhabit the most water and have rock formations at the same time. Also, like the correct temperatures. Yeah. Like we're in the Goldilocks, zone. which that the sun that these seven planets orbit is a lot cooler than ours mm-hmm. because yeah. all these planets also orbit that sun a lot closer and closer together than our planets do in our solar system. Hmm. So, a buddy of mine at work was saying something about how they don't rotate. They don't like Earth rotates on an axis. Yeah. And they don't. So there's kind of like the moon. They're always facing the same way. Hmm. Which I mean, like, which I, I don't know. I, I would need to read on that myself because I, I don't buy the idea that all seven planets are doing that. You'd think there'd be like some variation there. Some. Maybe. Maybe there it is. Maybe that's just the case. Just but it's definitely interesting shit to look into for sure. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that's going to change in the next, like, decade <laughs> elon musk is still going to be pushing his agenda to make it to the make it to mars in the next let's see what year is this 2017 yeah i found it odd that to that, like 2025 and that's the end of his plan to like have some people inhabiting mars i found it odd that that press conference got as much coverage as it does i mean they announce exoplanets all the time mm. like it's just i mean this is like the closest they've found to us i, I it's a pretty it's a big deal for like a scientific community it was just funny seeing all the like the kind of non-science people on um, my well, friends list was... like share it and stuff. It's like okay, yeah. Glad to see y'all uh, notice something. <laughs> yeah, well, and it, 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 I think part of the thing was because it's just the number that was found at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was a lot. I mean, so a lot it was of, still a, good a lot of deal, planets, but... and because it's so close, I mean that's, that's significant. Um, Forty light years, man. I mean hell, I can throw pigskin quarter mile. <laughs> so yeah, hell, you're halfway there. <laughs> um, but no, uh, there's anything else that I can think of. Uh, you, we watched Arrival. Watched Arrival. Speaking of exoplanets and shit, a very intriguing movie. Uh, really shows the nature of human uh, intolerance of the unknown. Yeah, and our fragility of language. Yeah. And how something as simple as a misconstrued version of one word can thwart an entire civilization. <laughs> What, so. Is it a weapon or a tool? Yeah, uh, yeah. The whole the whole movie was like super profound, like and, and not even in a like it didn't have it didn't have giant Michael Bay explosions. No, I liked how it just chilled. Uh, yeah, this, the whole movie was uh, just kind of just like yeah. were, they were just it like, was thought provoking. It didn't have to be where like they zoom down here and all of a sudden it's close encounter to the fifth gun and mm-hmm. battle. Not field, but battle something, battlefront, ba- battle Los Angeles, whatever that movie was. When the aliens come down and just wreak havoc on us. Fear mongering. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, last episode we made a plea to the listeners that someone, if you, if, 
if our voices hit your ears to please write us. And no one did that I know of. So <laughs> nope. Thanks a lot for that. Um, we still just feel like I'm just gonna start pretending that what this is is kind of like I'm Legend. We're like two of the only people left, and we're just yeah broadcasting so that maybe we can find another living soul out there in the universe. Yeah, or the Earth. So. It'll come across almost some point. Anyways, I'm gonna extend that invitation one more time. If this podcast hits your eardrums, if you even if you fucking know us, even if you're my my cousin who told me that she's been listening, <laughs> send us an email to tell us what you'd like to hear about. It doesn't have to do have to be about politics. We talk about that because it's the most relevant thing. We would be glad to talk about science. We talk about movies talk about music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. glad mm-hmm. to talk about anything we're just here to talk I like a good cedar wood uh, for my furniture we can talk about that nice I did woodworking for a little bit yeah that's true that's cool so I have a slight knowledge about those kind of things yeah that'd be cool so the topics are endless I mean literally I mean, just yeah. google something I mean, even the <laughs> shit we don't know about it'd be fun <laughs> to talk about it yeah I mean I would like to be asked some pretty complex questions, you know, challenging questions. Yeah. I would love for people on the more conservative side to ask us a challenging question that we can really delve in, get our, really think about it. Yeah. But who knows if anyone will ever contact us. (laughs) Please, please show us some attention. All right, guys. You want to do our plugs? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you do want to contact us, I guess this would fucking make sense. If you do want to, <laughs> if you want to contact us, uh, we have an email at um, unlabeledjj at gmail and we are on social media, Twitter, Facebook at unlabeledjj, and we have a website unlabeled.strikingly.com. A lot of these episodes air on SoundCloud that gets pushed to iTunes, but that'd be another thing. It'd be interesting to hear as if you know of someone that can't get it for some reason. Because I, I, a friend of mine said that we're on Pod Addict mm-hmm. or Podcast Now or something like that. We're on some type of... It also gets fed to uh, something for Android, okay, too, which cool. is pretty cool. So, But yeah, uh, anything you guys ever want to shout out to us, feel free. We are open to any and all ideas at this point. But uh, in the meantime, just... I don't fucking know. Just be. Just be easy. Yeah. Keep it sleazy. (laughs) Just do the things you love and be happy. Yeah. Try to find some fucking joy in the world as best you can. Sometimes it's not always easy and everybody's different and got their own little thing, but shit, find, find something to grapple onto that get, that keeps you grounded and that there is a glimmer of hope for something worth fighting for and something worth sticking around for. Because, shit, I know times get hard for everybody. And I I mean, this is the wintertime. It's about that time for, like, a lot of people just to be down in the dumps. So yeah, I've been very depressed. Seasonal depression hits me hard. Yeah. Sucked. But this is usually about the time that I start wrecking relationships. So <laughs> I'm uh, doing okay so far. Hell yeah, man. Growing. I'm getting old. Hell, man. But uh, yeah. I got to give pups some love. Hell yeah. Until next time, two weeks from now, we will bleed your ears even more. We'll probably have a guest. 
Yeah, we need another guest. We'll probably have, yeah, we'll have a guest. I, I don't even know why I didn't, I didn't even think about a guest. Like, I forgot. It's been it's too long between. All right. Well, <laughs> who knows? We might come out with the episode earlier. We'll probably two weeks though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.